today on The Breakdown. It's the $111,000 buy-in big one-for-one drop at the World Series of Poker. And we're at the final table. And all-time bracelet winner Philip Helmuth is going to be in this hand against very rich guy Dan Klein. His name is not Dan. What's his first name? Bill. Bill Klein. Very rich guy Bill Klein. And it's a fascinating hand. There's some weird, weird decisions. We're going to take it apart right now on The Breakdown. With Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. So you just kind of lump all monosyllabic first names into one bucket there? You just kind of discriminate against them I mean, equally? So, so Philip Helmuth lost the hand against, or won the hand, whatever it's going to be, against Keith Klein. William Klein. Jimmy Klein, William, Jim, Jim Klein, William the Rocket Klein, as they call him, <laughs> Jack Klein. I'm gonna call him Jack. Let's just do a, a podcast about different names that we're aware of. That's a good idea. Steve, Jack, Clancy, Jack, Mabel, Jimmy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of another name, this was suggested by the Gribs, Barry Gribble. Yeah. What's up, Gribs? Thank you, Gribster. Yeah, that's the Gribster right there. Barry Gribble's helped us out before with some technical stuff, so we have a special place in our heart for him. And this is a really cool hand. And we call him the Gribs, even though he has not given us his permission to do so. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, And yeah, this hand happens in the 111k one drop. We've never done a hand from any of. Either of the two 111K one drops. I think there's been two, right? I think that's right. There's a fantastic hand we really should do from the first one, a Phil Galfon hand that is okay. amazing. But well, we we're should not get on do that, that now. Uh, that one was won by Tony Gregg, yeah. the end boss. Yes. This one was won by not that guy, but I guess I shouldn't say who. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jonathan Duhamel won this yeah, one. Yeah. He's, he's not there. part of this hand. No. No. But that's okay. Yeah. Great. He's, he's just over there being French-Canadian. He's actually in the small blind in his hand. Yeah, you know what else happens in French-Canada sometimes? Yes, I do. What? Nitrogen sports poker. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> nitrogen, nitrogen sports poker room is where the poker guys play poker. We really enjoy nitrogen. It's good software, and it's Bitcoin only. Not only is it Bitcoin only, they don't go through any BS. When you withdraw from nitrogen, it happens fast. 10 to 25 minutes. It's legit. It's like, you know how on TV there's that TV show, The Flash? And yeah, he's terrible really, show. Really fast. Yeah. And not only is he fast, there's always his, his arch enemy in whatever season. They're always really fast, too. Oh, yeah. They've had three seasons. The bad guy is always super so quick. So it's also. like Nitrogen is both the Flesh and his arch enemy? Exactly. Wow. When, you're, when you're withdrawing, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Deposits also, but the withdrawals are more fun, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure they're more fun. There's also exclusive Poker Guys sit and goes that you only get access to when you use the link in the description of this podcast. We're sitting in those babies every Tuesday and Thursday, maybe even more frequently sometimes. Yeah, uh, and of course you can watch the Poker Guys play on Nitrogen every Tuesday and Thursday on Twitch. We are, of course, at Two Poker Guys, the number two Poker Guys. Right. Easy to find. Yep, and... Uh, That'll be at 4.30 Pacific Time, 7.30 Eastern Time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I believe it's Eastern Daylight Time, I've been told it's called. I've decided just to call it Eastern Time because screw that. Yeah, because otherwise it's Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, like I don't want to deal with that crap. EDT. That's some that's some uppity East Coast crap. I don't yeah, want to deal with that. Know. That's yeah. some that's some science guy. We're over on the West Coast, man. We just chill. We surfboard. Weed is legal here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did just say we surfboard <laughs> because I'm high on the marijuana, obviously. Um, uh, not true at the moment. So, so let's so, tell them about the hand. I guess that's what we're here for. Let's do it. Um, so thanks again to the Gribs. Yeah. I hope you like being called the Gribs. All right, so this, of course, 
has our favorite player, Philip Helmuth. Uh, it feels so good to be back in the warm embrace of a Phil Helmuth hand. I mean, it hasn't been too long. The last one we did was Ike Haxton against Phil, Yeah, where Phil won the hand. Yeah. Perhaps for the first time ever on the breakdown. <laughs> that may be the so, first one he ever won. Like, in case he's listening to this, which he probably is, Obviously. I'd like to congratulate him on winning a hand on the breakdown. And we liked almost all of your decisions in that hand, all but the river decision. Yeah. And that was still questionable. It wasn't horrible. And it worked out, which yeah. was good also. And it may have been okay. We're not, we don't, we're not we're really probably. sure. Um, speaking of decisions, Phil makes a lot of weird, weird decisions in this hand. Hard to argue. And that makes it really fun. And that's something that's great about Phil Helmuth. It's not only the outbursts that are fun, but his poker decisions are strange. And obviously he has great success, so he's doing something right a lot of the time. Yeah. But he just plays so differently than anybody else, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so let's get to this action here. So we got uh, Clancy Klein on the button. Very rich man. Jack Klein. Jack Klein. Jack Klein's a great name. I think I forgot what his real name is now. Bill. Bill Klein. Bill Klein. William he, Klein. Uh, for those who don't know, he's a high-stakes regular billionaire, donates all of his profits to charity it's, and it's, his losses. He matches his losses and donates that to charity also. Does he, does he do that every time or just when he's on TV? I'm not sure. When he was playing high-stakes poker, he was doing it. I don't know if he was always doing right. it. Either way, it's very generous. It's true. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. By the way, easy to remember his first name. Here's a little mnemonic for you. Bill and Phil. Nice, dude. That's that's a good mnemonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there, there's a strange decision that Klein makes to open the hand. He's on the button. I think we're six-handed, but it doesn't matter because when you start with the button player, basically you're three-handed. That's true. Yeah. He has 7.9 million at 80K, 160K, so near 50 blinds. And to be clear, we're at the final table of this 100K buy-in. Yeah, yeah. 111K. Right. And 11K of it, it does go to uh, the rake slash charity. The one-drop yeah, thing, so, yeah. But, so, but anyway, yeah. Right. So he's got about 50 blinds. And I said it's 80K, 160K. Guess what Bill Klein makes it? Well, I, I actually know. six offsuit. I don't have to guess. I know. All right. What is it? It's 500. He makes it 500K. Big. Yeah, so there's a couple reasons this could be not the worst idea in the world. Yeah. Um, the first is King 6 offsuit is not a very good hand, and it's not so bad just to win the blinds if you're going to open it. Sure. That's, but that's not really a great reason. No. The better reason is what, Jonathan? The better reason is Bill Klein's an old guy. And he's <laughs> his age is the reason. No, but but it's it's actually you're going to go somewhere else. Actually, yeah. I know what your your reason is. You're saying you should pump up the variance, make yeah. it bigger stuff like that, which I agree with. But also, he can play against his image a little bit here. The old guy is more likely to have it, and the old guy is more likely to size it big, right? So that's just so it all sort of fits together. He's the amateur, right? So but yeah, to, but he's pumping up the variance too by making everything bigger, right? To elaborate on that, um, the reason that he would, might want to do that is he's likely to be the worst player at the table. Almost yeah. certainly he is, right? I think Dan Perper's there, so it's possible he's better than okay. Dan Perper. Well, he's one of the two worst players at the table, yeah. and the ones who are better than him are a lot better than him. I mean, sure, they're Probably. better than he is. I mean, he's at this point he's pretty good. Yeah, he is pretty good. So I mean, he like did perfectly well in the Aria Super High Roller. Ball cash game. Right. Now, partially because Jean Robert kept trying to bluff him, which is not a good idea. Don't bluff a billionaire. That's so did Antonio. A, that's the name of an old uh, breakdown. Don't bluff a billionaire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Never bluff a billionaire. Yeah. Um, so did Antonio, by the way. Antonio also like three bet and then triple barreled against Klein, who just called him down with middle pair and won a monstrous, like, you know, $500,000 pot or something yeah. like that. But, you know, fair enough. He, uh, he has some cool plays in him. I'll yes. say that. 
He does, and he's as far as rich amateurs go, he's definitely one of the better. Yeah, players. he may he may at this point be the best of the businessmen. Him or Talal Shakurchi, maybe. Yeah, it's like you know, there's a few of them. Also, Dan Jack. I, I was gonna do the Dan Jack Dan, voice. Dan Jack wants to know <laughs> what are you gonna do with all your money when you win? Uh, so have you seen the new Ryan Reynolds movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's Dan Jack loves Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and talking in the third person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should do an entire podcast as two Dan Shacks one time. <laughs> <laughs> Two Dan Shacks, one cup. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So the reason he opens so big, I have to believe, is because he just believes that the players in the blinds are better than him and wants to win more often than having to play the flop. He should be sizing. He should not be min-raising, I think. Yeah. He's, he's definitely right to be at least going 2.5x. So this is a little more than 3x. That seems excessive to me. 3x is probably this. He's going to get the same yeah. situation 3x, well, but maybe in his mind, he's just it's just easier to take five chips and right. he's a billionaire. He Live care. poker is different, right? I mean, 3x is 480k. You have to do math. Five like 4500. 4, who cares? He could say 480 and put out 500, yeah. but yeah, in his mind, it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, anyway, we generally don't ever raise the size in tournaments or advocate it, but there are reasons to do it sometimes. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Sometimes you have good reasons. This yeah. is just this is probably not to make. You just don't need to make it this. He's big. picked a pretty bad hand. He's picked king of spades, six of clubs. I mean, he's yeah. on the button, and he has a king, but you can just fold. It's fine. I really don't think this is supposed to be in his range, I got to tell you. Um, I prefer it to be suited, suited or I wouldn't, better. I, I wouldn't say anything about it if it was suited, but... I mean, what's the worst king he should be playing that's offsuit? He's obviously going to play king nine. King yeah. eight is the question, right? That's I think the king only nine one. is probably the... Because you can make a straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could at least if you're if the blinds are very tight, you can justify king eight. But if the blinds are very tight, then you can justify everything. Yeah, right? any two cards. But you have Phil Helmuth who's going to call a lot, and Jonathan Duhamel is going to three bet you a lot. I mean, I don't know. I don't think we need to be playing this hand. But whatever, we're an amateur. We're playing the hand. We made it big. We're a billionaire. We don't. We got play. heaps of money. He's like, I made more money today play, sitting here playing from my business than the winner's going to win. Yeah. So who cares? Right. That's probably fair accurate. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Anyway, so small blind folds. It's on to Helmuth in the big blind. He's got six point seven million in front of him, so about forty blinds. Yep. Uh, and he has eight six of diamonds. Now this is a pretty clear defending hand most of the time, but Klein has sized it so big. Do you think that should change things? No, I don't think we can do it. I mean, if Klein is opening king six, he's probably opening a lot of buttons. Yeah. I think with this hand is just a little too good to fold. Do you agree? Yeah, I do, but. I'm worried that that just might be our default position because we're not used to seeing yeah. this type of sizing. And maybe we should consider more what that means. And if it's worth trying to push our edge out of position against the amateur when he's going to size it this big with an eight high. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy. The problem is if we're going to fold our suited one gappers, our reasonable suited one gappers, even, you know, it's not like it's five, three suited. Um, we just may be folding too much. Yeah, he, that's true. I, he's going to be opening a lot, and it isn't like he's four xing it or five xing it. It's just three point like, you know, three point one xing it. Or right. Something. Yeah, that's fair. And there's also um, antis. There are. Yeah, that's that's fair. And to be clear, I would be completely fine and not even consider folding eight seven suited. So of course, like it's not that different. I mean, eight five suited. You could. I think you can really justify also. Yeah, I guess it's fine to call here, and that's yeah. what Hamid does. But it's good to it's good to question it, right? It's what we do on the show, and it's important. We break it down, question everything. What's what? your name? I don't even know anymore. Who am I? Am I Clancy? Was I ever born? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm Dan Shack. <laughs> the one thing I do know is Ryan Reynolds is a comic genius. Ryan Reynolds can do comedy. He can do action. <laughs> I'm sure he's done a good drama here or there. <laughs> Have you seen The Proposal with Sandra Bullock? Oh, my God. He's amazing. Romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to do an entire Dan Shack podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a running joke for sure. Yeah. This is great. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> right, we shall continue. It's so fun to do the voice. Oh, man. That Ryan Reynolds. Thing is gold. Yeah. All right. <laughs> since, uh, <laughs> since Klein pumped it up so much preflop, the pot is already 1.2 million. So we're approaching a 10 blind pot with just preflop action and no three bet. I mean, this is this goes to your point. This is problematic for Phil. I mean, he started with what, like a little less than 40 blinds, we yeah. said. And so already we have like 39 blinds left, and uh, he's got a four to one stack to pot ratio with a one gapper. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. But it's a little crazy not to defend this hand. Right. So we're going to the flop. Helmuth's got 8-6 of diamonds. Klein's got king-six offsuit. So domination nation, as they say. <laughs> Watch out for sixes. Watch out for sixes, bro. So oh. there's no sixes on the flop. Oh, I'm going to okay. spoil that for you. The $1.2 million pot. It must be like a huge draw for Phil, and Klein flops like nothing but calls him down. It is depends on how you define draw and how you define nothing. Okay. Because the flop is king-king-seven with two hearts. Hmm. So Phil flops zero things. He flops a backdoor straight draw. He does, and um, and true trip draws. He's he's drawing a. Trips. They're actually full house draws because there's two kings. Oh on the my board. gosh, you're totally right. Yeah. So and there's lots more ways you can get there. You can hit one king and an eight, one king and a six, two eights, two sixes. I mean, you're like a kid in a candy store over it's here. It's amazing. It feels so good sometimes <laughs> to play poker. Uh, Bill Klein, of course, has flopped trips. He's over the moon. It's a pretty good flop. I'm over the moon here. <laughs> Just like Ryan Reynolds in the proposal when he fell in love. <laughs> See, they had to pretend to not be in love, but they were in love. <laughs> okay. We're having too much fun with that. <laughs> sorry, listeners. Yeah, and sorry to Dan Shack. Yeah. Also, we, we do genuinely think he's probably a pretty good guy. No, he's a nice yeah, guy. I've met him. He's but a nice this guy. is a little bit like, you know. We're slightly, this is, this is going to happen. We're yeah. slightly besmirching him at the moment. Oh, but barely. Yeah. He, his voice is not too far off from He what knows we're doing. what he sounds like. Yeah. All right. Fine. So, King King 7. This is a very confounding decision that's made by Phil Hummuth here. Yeah. So, the pot's 1.2 million. Phil's sitting there with eight high, no real equity at all against yeah. most hands. And he bets. He just leads heads up right. in decline. For He bets 350,000. So, just over a quarter of the pot. Yeah. What's he doing? Okay, well, he's trying to win the pot right now. Certainly. I guess he feels like he can't call, which is true. And he feels like a check raise is going to be too costly. So instead of doing any of that, he thinks usually Klein's going to miss this board. And he can just bet and win a lot because Klein's an old guy and is probably tight. That's what I got. I got to believe Klein's calling with all of his ace highs. For this price, he probably is. Probably. What about, though, all his not ace highs? He's not calling with jack 10, right? He's not calling with queen 10. He's probably folding those. Yeah. I mean, there's some hands you get him to fold, but... So, you know, and like, it, Phil, Phil, by betting so small, is actually giving himself a pretty good price to bluff at this. I'll give him that. Now, the problem is, what is Phil supposed to have? Yeah. Does Phil ever, ever in a million years have trip kings here and he just donks he's into, not gonna into let, the old he's guy? He's not going to let the guy who just over 3X'd it C-bet? Like, that seems... A little questionable. We're, we're going to donk trip kings or better into the old guy. Yeah, really, that's the plan. Because the old, if the old guy has something, we're going to get it anyway. And if yeah. he doesn't, he's going to fold right away. If you're, if that's the thinking anyway. Whereas right? the old guy might see bet big because he raised right. big preflop. Like, why not let him do that if right. we have a strong hand? Like, it, it just seems it's re- like it, 
if we're sitting here in Dan, not Dan Klein, although Dan Klein is a guy too. He's, I'm sure there are many people Dan named Klein's. Dan Klein yeah. in the world. Um, but Bill Klein's shoes and seat. I mean, what if we're putting Phil on something? We're putting him on a seven, or we're putting him on hearts almost always, right? Yeah, that's like that's what he has, right? Almost always. Once in a while, maybe Phil actually does have this donk in him, but I don't think Phil's going to do that very often, especially against this opponent. If you're playing against Jonathan Duhamel, now you can have Trip Kings because it's a trickier, weirder thing. Duhamel may yeah. play back at you, but is Dan Klein? Bill Klein. No, I'm asking about Dan Klein. Right now. <laughs> okay. Is Dan Klein going to pay back? We know Bill Klein won't. All right. Is Dan Klein going <laughs> to? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, the range you laid out for Helmuth there when he dunks small here sounds a lot like how I would range an amateur. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess maybe is what Phil's doing. I mean, he's in not, fairness, though. He's doing it with eight high. Right. In fairness, maybe if you're really doing this right, you're supposed to have a few kinds of hands here. You're supposed to be polarized if you donk, right? Yeah. So either you have trip kings or air. I mean, yeah. that's fair. This is air. This yeah. counts as air. It does. I would love to have a little more backdoor action. Maybe if we had like the eight of hearts in our hand, so we had two backdoors instead of one at least. Maybe if the six was above the seven, so we have two overs to the seven. If some we changed kind of, the laws of numbers and made six higher than seven. <laughs> that would be great, too, yeah. <laughs> if we could do that. But something that would give us just a little bit more equity when called yeah. than we have right now. Like, like when we get called, I guess, I guess we bet once if we're called, we're just going to have to shut it down most of the time, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Right. But it at least so. is cheap. It's cheap. At least it's cheap. But I don't know. When, when Klein makes it so big pre-flop and we decide to call with a speculative hand, maybe that's time to just be done with it when we flop so bad. I mean, I think usually it is, but maybe not 100% of the time. And this may, not, this may be that, you know, the 11% of the time Phil isn't done with it. And the only way to not be done with it is either to check raise or to donk. Check raising costs so much of his stack, especially after Klein already bet 500K. I mean, how much is he going to bet on the flop? Like 657? To check raise, we have to make it like 1.8 million. It's like so expensive. This is the cheap way to do it. So I guess is it a good idea to do it so cheaply though? I mean, like, don't we want to be able to fold out ace highs? Yes. Wouldn't we love that? It's possible he'll just fold an ace high. I know you're saying you don't think he's going to do it, but maybe he will. It seems so unlikely. You to know me. how there are certain people though that you play with for sure. I know, I'm talking to you specifically, Grant, but also the listeners think about this when you're playing in a tournament or even cash games. You bet, and it doesn't really matter how much you bet. All they see is that there are chips out there, and they see they register it as a bet. It's like a its own thing as opposed to like a number. I like I see numbers. I see like that's an amount and I'm like pricing it into the pot and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't see that. You're clearly not giving Bill Klein enough credit right now. I may not be, but I'm saying maybe you're giving him too much. Really? We just talked about how he's probably the best amateur rich businessman guy. Like I he mean, paying attention to sizing. He plays a lot of no limit hold'em. I mean, the, no one could see me except for you, but I started like almost laughing out loud as you were saying that because, of course, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's true. I'm just trying to find – I'm working double overtime here to try and defend this play, let alone the next things that are going to happen right. from Phil. But this one I feel is at least somewhat defensible. I would like him to bet a little bit more. I agree with you. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of hands where we're just going to – like if, if Klein has Jack-10 – we are, we're mostly going to lose to it. This is a way to beat the Jack Tens of the world, right? But and is, doing it cheap is that enough, though? I don't know. I he's don't know not how folding, many. He's not folding pocket pairs. He's no. not folding ace highs. I'm no. going to draw a line in the sand on that. I okay, fine. Yeah, uh, and he sometimes does have a king like he does. Well, sure, or, or a, a pretty good hand that he's not folding. I would assume as Phil, we're not going to put any more into the pot after this, though, right? If we get called, you would assume. Stop. Well, Helmuth, I, I think I might understand Helmuth's thought process here. Okay, I think I I don't understand. The sizing. I think the sizing is bad. But I think his thought process is this is a dry board. It's hard to have anything. So yeah. 
I'm going to try to get Bill to fold because it's hard for him to have something. And I don't have to tell a great story because he's an amateur. Right, I guess. That's but fair. Fine, but I think he needs to size it bigger. Okay. I would love to fold out pocket fives and ace highs. Yeah, let's bet at least like 475. Let's bet five. Actually, against those, maybe it's 525. Yeah. You know? Pocket fives are probably going to call once anyway. They might. But ace highs are going to have to strongly consider folding, especially raggedy ace highs, yeah. ace three and stuff like that. They mostly just yeah, have to fold. Yeah, if you bet 525, but if you bet 350, it's like, yeah, it's so cheap. I don't know. If you have ace three of spades, you might just maybe, fold. Maybe. Maybe you, might just you fold. fold, but it's... But any any anytime your kicker is above the seven, yeah, it's going to be really hard to fold for one bet here, right? So you're like, go ahead. Like, fire again if you can. Like, it's... I'll probably fold the turn if you fire again, but it's really hard to fire again. Yeah. I just don't like the sizing. I don't yep. like the plan in general. Fair enough. But it happens. And now Klein has a decision here because, of course, he's flop trip kings. King, king, seven board. What do you like doing here? I think it would be crazy to raise here. Okay, explain. What are we getting action from if we raise? Heart draws. Hopefully. Yeah. But Phil might just fold because of his stack to pot ratio. He may not really be able to call a raise. And also the board is paired, and it's Phil. He's the kind of guy who like makes these weird tight folds. I could totally see him throwing away a heart draw if we raise too much. I gotta believe if we raise a reasonable amount, he's not folding a heart draw. Well, what's a reasonable amount? If he if Klein makes it one point two, which is the pot total before Helmuth leads. How much does Helmuth have left right now? Uh, he started with six point seven, okay. so he's six point two. Then he just put in three fifty, so he's like five point seven five. Okay, so he'd be down to five million having put in one point seven. I guess he could call once. He could do that once. It's not so bad to to charge hard draws. It's not so bad, but we can charge him on the turn too. Yeah. Okay. Like we because we're in position, so it's not like he's ever going to get a free card. We can raise the turn if we want to. Um, the thing is, like I would be, I would think most of the time Phil actually is more most likely to have one pair than even a hard draw when he donks here. And do you think he's going to fold a seven if we raise? Yeah. I'd be concerned he would. I don't know if he would, but I'd be concerned. If about he it. would, then that makes Helmuth lead all the worse. It makes it horrible. If Helmuth is going to lead full to seven, yeah, that makes it real, real bad. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Phil's going to do. Phil makes weird decisions sometimes. An argument for raising, and I think I agree with you that calling is better. But just a quick argument for raising. Okay, is that Phil made the price so small? It's like we can't let him set the price when we flop so well. Right. You know, it's. Come on, Phil. You're going to have to pay a little bit more if you really want to see the turn card. Yeah. Yeah. The other side of it is this, though. Like, another reason not to raise is once in a while, if Phil is at the other end of his polarity here and actually has a strong hand. He could have us beat. Like, all the strong hands that, that are actually strong have us beat. We right. have king six. But you didn't believe he was truly polarized. You thought he's mostly heart draws and sevens. I do. But, like... Maybe he has pocket sevens. I don't know. Like yeah. I don't want. I don't want to be a genius here and know and claim I can read him perfectly or anything like you that. You don't want to be a genius. I don't want to be a genius. Too I much want of to a be burden. a super genius. Oh, uh, but no. Like the times when, like if Phil, Phil has pocket sevens, actually, I kind of love this lead, right? Because every time Dan Klein has a king, I mean, Bill Dan, Klein. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Dan Klein. No, what, the problem actually is if if Bill Klein has a king, you're going to make huge money either way. Yeah. Right? You're it's probably not, not leading sevens full because you're just so scared of losing your action. Especially against this opponent. Right. Like, Tom Dwan leading sevens full might be incredibly smart. Yes. This guy, probably not. But but maybe sometimes Phil can do that, and maybe sometimes Phil can... Ha- if Phil has a king, it's usually a better king. And we're, we're going to end up chopping because we have king six. One card, you know, seven or higher is going to mean a chop anyway against any king that isn't beating us. Or, you know, like... Yeah. So... Our king is like a weak... No, it's the worst king, basically, you can have, essentially. Yeah. So... I don't. I don't think there's a lot of value in raising in that. Like, let's pretend Phil has hearts for a second, right? And he decides to play it very aggressively. He donks. We raise. He moves in. 
are we calling? Yeah, that's a good question. Because the only things he's moving in with are like hands that are beating us and and hearts that he's decided to play that way. That's probably not enough. We probably have to fold, and that would be a disaster to fold a hand this strong. Yep, I agree. That's a very good reason just to call. So I think you're right. Okay, cool. I agree that I just wanted to explore. No, I'm all for it. I, the main reason I wanted to explore it was the small sizing and just like kind of letting Phil get away yeah. with that, you know? The thing is, like in tournaments, though, like betting, you know, a, a C bet is often less than the raised preflop anyway. Yeah. So it's now maybe not for, for Bill Klein. Maybe not. I don't know. But but most most pros might size it percentage wise about this way anyway. Maybe not exactly this small, but something close to it. Part of Klein's preflop sizing might also be that he very rarely plays tournaments. Just thought about that. Like we saw him on high stakes poker, but he just plays the really big tournaments. Right. I don't think he plays anything else but the really big tournaments. Yeah. So he might just take cash game strategy to that. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, that's not crazy. He may think like even though he sees what everyone else is doing, he's like, eh. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't want to take the time to learn tournament strategy. I play four tournaments a year. Who cares? Yeah, and it's like it's all the same. Yeah, it's like is it that big a difference? No, and no. in truth, it's not. It's not really. Okay, so Klein calls, and we both agree with that. Yeah, it seems like the right it seems play. Seems right. All right, it was king king seven two hearts. Klein's got king six. Helmy's got six eight of diamonds somehow. Yeah, that's, and we're going to the turn for yes. a reason. Because <laughs> all right. Because that's what they do. Pot's <laughs> 1.9 million. Yeah. And then turns a bingo for Philip Helmuth. It's the eight of spades. Bingo. He pairs up. He doesn't just pair up, though. He pairs up above the seven. Yeah. In case Klein had a seven. Now, whoop-de-doo. Yep. Happy times. It's the non-heart eight. There's only two of them. Yeah. It's one of the two best cards in the deck for Phil, for sure. Yeah, maybe either that five or... Five is good. Yeah. <laughs> five would be pretty good. Non-heart five. <laughs> yeah. That's probably better. Yeah. But maybe not. I mean, we don't. It depends on what 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 Klein has. In but, real life, that would yeah. be better. It's because Phil Hubbard yes, is exactly. is drawing dead right now. But you know, against the seven, this is better. Yes. So you know, Accurate. against pocket pocket fives, this is better. Accurate statement. That's all I'm saying. You're smart. Anyway, so we have to feel as Phil Hubbard like, wow, things have changed a little bit. Now I am not just bluffing. Now right? I, now, now I, I have, have to real decide hand. what to do. Yeah. Do I want to bet this? Because if I bet this, it's for value, and I guess a little bit pot control. I'm not sure. Uh, Depending on how how you size it, but sure. Yeah, right. Like, like you, you assume you're going to size it smaller than, than Klein will, right? Yeah. Assuming it can also go check, check, but do you want it to go check, check as Phil Helmuth? Not really. Not if Klein you is a You want to protect a little and, bit, right? Yeah. I mean, you want to charge him for either his ace. If he's called you with ace high on the flop, you, either, you don't mind folding out over cards anyway. It's okay. Yeah. Not that you're trying to do that only, but you can either get value or fold out a heart draw. That's good either way. The pot is already relatively big for Phil And Helmuth. we're now not going to check fold against a king. Right. And I guess it's a pretty easy bet fold now that we're on the turn. I agree. I think I think if Klein raises, we can fold comfortably. Yeah. Like, so what think, else is this? I think betting have? might be correct. I like betting here, especially if we bet relatively small. I like it a lot. Yeah, relatively small. Yeah. But I think Phil might bet a little bit too small. Well, how big is the pot now? One point nine million. Okay. How much does he bet? Four seventy five. Oh, that feels too small. Yeah. Really? Four seventy five? Yeah. Wow. We're never in a million years folding out a heart draw, and we might even incentivize a heart draw to raise when we're betting so small. I don't understand what we're doing. Oh, you know what he's doing? He's trying to get the seven to call. Yeah. That's why he's betting so small. He's I saying, don't so. go away, little seven. That's I mean, what's going on. It's, there's some concerns here for betting at all. Like, I don't think Klein is going to be folding pocket nines or better. No chance. And he can certainly have all of those hands. Of course. No, this is definitely, okay, he's betting so small, this is clearly just a straight value play against a seven, I think. I think that's all that's going on. He's decided Klein has a seven. 
I guess he decided that. Because otherwise he'd have to bet more, right? He'd have to bet like 750 or something, 800K, some reasonable amount at least. Even that's a little smallish, but okay. Right. To charge the heart draws. Yeah, you want to charge the heart draws when you're betting. I mean, you can't just say, okay, he has a seven. You have to put him on a range, and that includes different things. And heart draws are definitely part of the range. I mean, maybe he thinks Klein is going to raise a lot of heart draws on the flop. And so he thinks it's much less likely now. I don't know. On a paired board, I'm not sure if Klein would. I don't know either. I mean, it seems like the wrong play. I mean, at the same point, we think like Phil doesn't have very much value very often, right? I mean, mostly. Mostly, but maybe Phil has kings there sometimes. I don't know. I don't know either. Either way, I don't like his sizing so far throughout no, the hand. No, I agree. It just agree. seems way too small. Yeah, but this, is, but this has got to be what's going on. Phil is trying to get value from a 7 right here, and he's sizing it as such that a 7 really might just feel obligated to call. So fair enough. Yeah, he's trying to, I think Phil's trying to say, I still have a heart draw. That's I, kind of what he's saying. Also, like, it's just so cheap. Like, hey, if you had ace high before, 375 was cheap enough. But now, if you have a 7, I mean, 475 is just cheap enough. Like, right. You, you can't turn down this kind of value, friend. Is Klein going to fold ace 10 now? I mean, if when Phil, when Phil bets again, I don't know. If he's not going to fold ace 10, that's a problem. Agreed. Wait, why? Because we, I mean, we want to protect a little bit. We Part get of, value. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah. We're ahead of ace 10. That's true. Like, I think either way, I think we're sort of indifferent to ace-10 folding or calling. Yeah, probably. I guess so. We might even slightly want him to call with ace-10 because uh, we win more often than we lose. You know, he only has six outs. Yeah. Like, it's not so bad. Fair enough. But the only problem, the other side of it, of course, is he has position. It's going to be hard for us to get value on the river unless we hit another eight, I guess, yeah. from Phil's point of view. Turns out that, that isn't going to be so great either. But I think we want him to have ace-10 and call, but we're really happy for ace-10 to fold. Yes. We are. I don't know what Ace-10 is going to do. I think it's going to fold, but it's very reasonable for Ace-10 to be like, come on, man. You either have hearts or a seven, and I can win this pot either way later. Like, I don't have to, you know, I could see. That's not crazy. Yeah. I feel like Phil needs to either check or bet bigger. Yeah, I think he should bet bigger, too. But this, but this has got to be what it is. He's saying, Klein, you have a seven. Pay me. I guess that's what he's I thinking. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah, which, I mean, you can't be so sure about that, obviously. But Klein's sitting there with Crip Kings. Yeah, or hearts. Yeah, but he know. has trip kings in real life. I know, I know. Yeah, IRL, as the children say. The children don't say that anymore, buddy. What do they say? That's what the middle-aged people say. The children say, What's a bear? What's that? What's a bear? <laughs> that means in real life. Oh, it does? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an emoji. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's the in real life. There's emoji. audio emojis now? Yeah, it's a new thing. You don't know this? I you guess... have like an iPhone. Yeah, that's no, why. No, I'm not. I you don't. Know, Apple, it's a closed system. Apple doesn't let that <laughs> stuff in. Android people like myself, we know. Audio emojis are the best. Okay. They're cool. poker, poker guys only. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now Klein has another decision, and it seems like pretty much the same decision as he had in the flop. Yeah. The thing is, we're letting Phil get away with his tiny sizing, which is kind of frustrating, this right? This does sort of suck. Like, we have a pretty big hand, but we have the same problems we had before in that if we raise, we're often only going to get action from better hands. Often. Unless yeah. Phil gets really stubborn, which is possible. Right. Um, we may let a heart draw get there cheap. That is the one potential problem, right? Yeah. But that's it. That's our only real problem. Yeah. Otherwise, we shouldn't raise. If we could eliminate heart draws... If we knew we didn't have a hard draw, we would never want to race here, right? Because like, we just it'd be almost impossible to get action from worse hands. Yes, unless unless Phil got super stubborn, right? So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's okay to race here, but I think it's really okay not to, and try and win a really big pot. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's reasonable. And again, like you raise, Phil's like, 
I'm all in. Yeah, that sucks. You're just beat, right? Yeah, it just sucks. Like, are you going to raise fold this hand? I mean, can, can you? It's it's tough, man. It's a it's a bad spot. That's why you don't want to put yourself in it. It's a really good reason not to race. Yeah. So Klein doesn't. Yeah. He calls, and we're both okay with that as well. Yeah. Seems like I think I like it. Just by saying that, I think I like not racing because yeah. the because all the times Phil moves in, we're just always beat. Somehow Phil bet the flop and bet the turn, and his turn bet was smaller than Klein's pre-flop open. <laughs> Somehow that happened. Who does that? Oh, Davide Katai. Yeah, Davide Katai does that too. Yeah. Right, but Dominic so, is like the reader of souls. Okay. I mean, Phil Hungwith would argue he is also the reader of souls. Phil Hungwith would also say he's got, what, 14 bracelets or whatever. Phil Hungwith also said of Dominic Kitai, that guy will never win a tournament. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. He did say that. But that doesn't look so good in retrospect. I mean, even at the time. Because Kitai was already a triple crown winner. Yeah. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> that is what, exactly why. Yeah. Anyway, 2.85 million in the pot. King, King, 7-2, heart flop. Eight on the turn, pairing up Phil, although... Unfortunately for him, drawing dead against Bill Klein, who has king six for trip kings. Yes. River is the king of diamonds. So Wait a second. That's quadruples. So Phil went runner, runner, full house, like we said. Yeah, he did. That's pretty good. Yeah. So now he's, a strong hand. he's got kings full of eights. Uh, unfortunately for him, Bill Klein has quad kings. And yeah. this is where I want to take a slight aside and talk about relative hand strength for a second. Because I think a lot of amateurs make the mistake of seeing the categorical value of a hand and assuming it means the same thing every time. Yeah. This is not a good full house that Phil has. It is not. It's like it's losing to too many hands to be considered a good full house. It's not like having pocket jacks and the flop being jack 4-4. Four four. It's very different than that. Well, yeah. Yeah. So Phil has a full house, but that doesn't mean this is a sick cooler because Klein has quads. It is not. Right. It is absolutely not a sick cooler the yeah. way this hand played out. Yeah. <laughs> this hand should have been over on the flop. It should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Okay. Phil's led the led the flop, led the turn. He's been called both times. Yeah. What do you want to do as Phil on the river? So I've been thinking about this. I when I first saw what Phil's actual action is, which is too bad. I'm gonna give that away. Yes. So we can talk about it. I didn't love it. But as I think about it now more, I think a blocking bet is not so bad here. We're planning on calling a river bet anyway. Yes. So by betting, we a few things happen. One is we get value from a seven. We do knock out the chance for hearts to bluff us, which is bad. But also we set the price for a hand like pocket tens, which I don't know that it can profitably raise against us anyway. So we can sort of block nines, tens, and, and other overpairs, which are likely then gonna, it's going to save us money to do that. Like if they raise, we can fold. And if they call, it's cheaper. Like assuming we bet like a small amount here, right? So that's a way to like sort of, pot control as well as betting rather than checking and letting Klein if he has pocket nines once we check he's gonna think well obviously I have the best hand yeah Turns out he has he knows he has the best hand because he has the nuts but pocket nines would be sure they had the best hand anyway right at this point pocket nines would probably bet half the pot and Phil would probably feel obligated to call and yeah. so this is a way to avoid that like you you save money and and still get value out of the seven and a seven really might check back a seven okay. may think like Either you have hearts or you have a seven yourself. What's the point of betting? And right. everything else has me beat. So for that to be a good plan, yeah, that means that if Phil decides to bet, he has to follow through with the whole blocker bet idea. I think so, especially against Dan Klein. Bill freaking Klein. <laughs> I'm only talking about strategizing against Dan Klein. No, you're right. Against Bill Klein. <laughs> William Klein. You know what? i got, I got to say the mnemonic in my head. Bill and Phil. Bill and Phil. There you go. Bill and Phil. Ryan Reynolds. Bill and Phil. <laughs> Bill and Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I yeah you I think I think you have to play this as a straight blocker bet even if it's obvious 
it's it's Bill Klein. Like if he makes a great play, God bless him. Like it's unlikely that's going to happen. It isn't it isn't Jonathan Duhamel. I'm just going to keep bringing that guy up. That's like a guy who's got a lot of moves in him, right? Comparatively, I think, I think we have to ask ourselves a question though. Okay. Is Bill really going to call with a seven three times? I mean, we could really have hearts that missed, right? We could. Although, would we bet so small on the river? Yeah, Helmuth bets 600K into <laughs> 2.85 million. In fairness, that's more than, than Bill Klein's preflop race. That is correct. But <laughs> it's would like we really 21% put, of the would pot. Would we really put Helmuth on hearts when he, bets, when he gives us this price? I don't know. I don't know. I think Bill would strongly consider folding a seven here. He'd have to strongly consider. But what are we putting Phil on? Like, what is Phil supposed to have? You would never think he has an eight. No. So it's a pocket pair that's greater than a seven. That's unlikely. Very unlikely. Or, or quad kings. That's unlikely. Yeah. So I think we actually we have to call him. All like right. A seven. Fair enough. Like, and I think that's why one of the things Phil's doing is trying to get value from that hand. And betting 600K may just feel like, well, I'm getting an incredible price. Also, Phil does bluff small. He's done that many, he does. many times. He does. That's true. Because he doesn't want to use up too much of his own stack right. with his bluff. He's like really careful about that. He is. So actually, to I think... A, to a fault. Yeah. But I think actually you are forced to call with the seven here and Phil gets massive value out of you. Okay. So that's an advantage to this bet. So that's there's that. I mean, of all of the tiny sizings that Phil has made throughout this hand, this is the one I think is the best. Yeah. Uh, it's still probably too small. 600 into 2.85. I mean, you just would think, though, like, it's probably fine, though, because, like, is Klein going to turn a 7 into a bluff? Seems very unlikely. Yeah. Can Klein turn anything into a bluff? Or forget a bluff. Can Klein really raise for value with a hand like two jacks right here? I think I w- that was my next question. Right. Um, let, well, let's, let's talk about that after we talk about okay. the rest of the action. Okay, So Phil enough. makes this 600K blocking bet. It's not the worst thing in the world. I just don't know if it's good to have bet all three streets. With like, a hand this week. Yeah, it's just sorta. kind of not ideal. He's going for a really, really thin value, but... Guess what? Yeah. He's not going to get it. Well... Because Bill Klein has quads. Bill Klein has the nuts. The, the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Klein has the nuts. The nuts. Yeah. Yeah. The He's mis- got him. Mr. Peanut. And you know, what, you know what he doesn't have? He doesn't have the immortal nuts. He doesn't have the stone nuts. He doesn't have the stone. Just the nuts. That's all you have to say. It's just the nuts. It's the same thing. It means the same thing. It's the nuts. Best possible hand. Well, I think the difference, actually... Actually, there is a difference. Yeah, the on. mortal nuts or the stone nuts is when it occurs before the river, and it, there's no card that can come that right. can beat it's it. It's like you make a royal flush on the turn. Yeah. That's the immortal nuts. Right. I don't know if it's the stone nuts, but it's definitely the immortal nuts. But let's not talk about that anymore either way. Okay. You can feel free to hashtag that and tweet at us, whatever you want. Hashtag nuts. Hashtag immortal nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Klein... Is obligated to raise per the rules of tournaments. Yeah, since he has quads. Yeah. Well, any you don't have to raise any quads. You just have to ra- raise <laughs> oh. the nuts on the river. Oh, wait. What? I always th- thought it was weird. If you have like quad deuces and, so- and there's like king, someone else king, has king, <laughs> deuce, and they ra- raise you and you're, you're like, I have to keep raising. I have to go all in. It's, it's the, the rules. law. It's the law. The police will get me. <laughs> so unlucky. <laughs> Why are the rules of poker like this? <laughs> um, anyway. So Klein raises to two point six million. He's like, you know what? Screw you and your small sizing, Phil. It's time to get the value that I deserve. Yeah, yeah. But you got to think, as Klein, this guy's never calling. He's never. What can he call me with? I mean, does he somehow? Did he slow play a monster? Maybe Phil slow played a monster. He'll do that once in a while. If he had like pocket aces, yeah, yeah. aces or even queens or jacks. That's similar to aces, right? Where Phil may feel obligated to call because the only thing he's losing to now is quad kings. Yeah, like for real. Yeah. 
uh, especially aces, which Phil could show up with once in a while. He could. It's unlikely. It's very unlikely, but it's at least possible. Klein sized it so big pre-flop, you'd think Phil would probably raise aces. Maybe, but maybe he like you know thinks he has a read on Klein and thought Klein was weak pre-flop, so he just calls, and then he's like, well, I'm just going to bet each street because I want to make sure I get value. It's not impossible he play aces like this. It's not impossible. So there's that, and queens and stuff like that. He might play all those hands like this. He might. But it's less likely than most other hands. Of course. Yeah. But, it, but as, as Bill Klein, you have to think like, okay, Phil's kind of always folding because he has a seven or he has like a, a small pocket pair or he has hearts. But maybe once every 10 times he has a hand he can call with. And I, since I have to raise anyway, I might as well get big value out of those right. hands. Phil might not think too differently about the sizes. I think if Phil has two jacks, he's probably forced to call most sizes. Yeah. Maybe not all in level sizes, but if it's... 1.6, 2, or 2.6, that's kind of all the same for pocket jacks, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, seems like, like it. You kind of have to call all three sizes, so you might as well size it big against those, those potential jacks. All right, so Klein raises 2.6 million. Yeah. Time to fold, right, Phil? I Phil's mean, got an 8. Seems like it's time to fold, because things change, right? Because we know Klein, we really would have to believe Klein's not turning a 7 into a bluff, first of all. That seems I weird. I mean, I really don't believe Klein would be. I, would, I wouldn't either. Like, yeah. Klein would think his hand is strong enough to be able to call. Because we don't think Helmuth has an 8 the way things played out. So if Helmuth has 9s plus, it's going to be hard to get him to fold, but it is possible, I guess. I mean, it's possible. 9s exactly he might fold, you know, because we can still have aces and queens and jacks right. and stuff like that. But if Phil has queens, he's not going to fold. If he has jacks, he probably can't fold either. Yeah. But mostly Phil just has to fold whatever Whatever, whatever he, has. he has. Because it's really hard for him to have yeah. those hands. The question is, would Klein play missed hearts like this? Yeah. That's so, the real question. It is. But going back to the main reason you liked this bet on the river was the blocker nature of the bet. Yes. We set the price. We can get called by a seven. Great. Right. If Klein raises, we leave, right? We're That's, out the door. That should be the plan. Right. Because this isn't. Tom Dwan. This is Bill Klein. Right. He's not going to have that many bluffs in him here. He may have a few, but not very many. And I, it's weird to have a bluff here, the way Phil played the hand. How big is the pot after this race? So you add $3.2 million to the pot coming into the river. It's uh, $6 million. $6 million. So it costs $2 million to win six. So we got to be right one out of every four times if we're Phil. Yeah. If we call. We have to win one out of every four times. Is Dan or Bill, either one of the Klein brothers... Are they, are they bluffing that often? No. Seems unlikely. No, because I think the only bluffs they get here with are probably hearts, maybe some ace highs. And I think if you're calling the turn with ace high because you think you're ahead, I don't think you're going to bluff the river with ace high. Seems I, not I think you're just going to call or fold. I agree. Right? Um, also, if Klein was going to make a move with the flush draw, the flop is a really good time yeah, to do it. Yeah, he very likely would have raised a flush draw already if he was going to raise a flush draw. As opposed to, like, wait till he misses and then raise. Yeah. Although the sizing by Phil does look weak all the way through. Yeah. And when Phil bets only 600k on the river, you may think, well, I can't win if I call, but he's so weak, I can just push him All around. of that being said, I agree with what you're saying. It's very rare that Klein shows up with missed hearts that he turns into a bluff here, right? right. If it was Dwan, you may really be forced to think like, well, I'm, bet I'm blocker betting, but I may have to call. Right. I may not blocker bet against Dwan anyway. I might just check. Yeah. And let, be like, him, let him do off, whatever buddy. he's doing. Yeah. I know you're going to bet four times the pot. I'm just going to close my eyes and call and hope I win. Yeah. Like, that's going to be what I do, I think. Yeah. Like, I may be out of this tournament, but whatever. <laughs> you're Tom Dwan. You don't have to have it. Yeah. Um, but Klein, Klein is, doesn't have nearly as many moves like you're saying. Right. I agree. Yeah. So... I mean, I guess we did do that hand called the Billionaire Bluffs where he bluffed Phil Galfond. That was a pretty mm. interesting hand. That was a really interesting hand. Right. Okay, but that's like the only notable bluff. Actually, I saw him do one notable bluff against Jean Robert 
in the super high roller cash game where Robert bluffed when there were four cards to a straight and Robert bet the river and Klein check raised and neither of them had it. And like Klein check raised like, you know, $85,000 of real money. You know? Right. It was pretty awesome. And uh, Robert didn't know what to do. He was considering three betting because he thought Klein might be bluffing. So the fact that he thought Klein might be bluffing, I thought was interesting. And he was right that Klein has that in him anyway. So I've seen that too, but those are the only two times I can remember Klein bluffing. Right. Not that I've seen a huge amount of his hands, but I've seen, you know. A fair amount. A fair amount. Yeah, and those are situations that are different than this one because the way this hand played out, like I said, Klein's either calling or folding ace high at this point, right? So we don't put him on an ace high bluff. Right. That knocks out most of the flush draws. Yeah. Not all of them, but but most of them. Right. And then, so there's the other flush draws, which maybe get here sometimes, but they have to have chosen not to raise previously, and they have to choose to turn themselves into a bluff instead of just fold. Right. So that's a lot to get through. Yeah. So those are the only bluffs we can really think of that Clank could have, right? Yeah. At the same time as Phil's hand not being that great it's, considering the action. It's not great. And by the way, I was saying, I don't know that Klein would actually raise like big pocket pairs here, but he might. He really might. I've done it, certainly. Yeah. You know, there's certain players where also when they bet small, small, small on the river, you're like, okay, I can raise my aces. Like, yeah. It's safe. Like, I think Klein might raise Jack's plus here. If he's doing that, Phil has to fold for sure. I agree. Yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know if he is or not. It's and by the way, it's just jacks, queens, and aces. That's jack. I guess in quad kings, yeah. those are your jacks plus hands. But it's hard to know. It's All hard right. to know. So, I mean, I think it's a fold. How many combos of quad kings does Klein have? Let's ask ask ourselves that. Okay, I imagine as Phil, we would never think Klein is opening king six off. So it's not really fair to put that in his range, even though now we know Fine, it can let's be in put, his range. Let's put king ten off and better. Oh, King Nine off and King better. Nine off and, and better. all the suited kings, right? right? That's those are. I think those are fair kings to put in his range. Sure. Okay, so let's do that. So how many of them are there? So King Nine off plus gives us four combos of each of those. Right. Yeah, that's right. So that's a lot already. Nine, Ooh. ten, Jack, Queen, There's four. Ace. So that's twenty combos. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you talking about? King Nine off has four combos on this board. There's three kings on the board, though. Yep. Right. So how many? How many nines are there? There's four nines. Yeah. I'm with you now. Okay. Okay, let's keep talking. All right. So All there's right. 20 combos of king, nine off, plus. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's a lot. That's a lot. Then you... There you aren't give, that many suited kings left. Right. There's one of each. So king, eight suited down to king, deuce suited. Except, what's what king isn't there? Which one? Is it the king of diamonds that's not there? Because we have two diamonds in our hands. Let me take a look here. Because that would be something that would, we could knock out two kings... Whatever. It's like... Yeah, okay. I mean, it's something like 26, right? Probably more. Yeah. Let's say 26 to 28 Fine. quads, right? That's yeah. just quads. Just quads. I don't think we can get anywhere near that amount of missed heart draws that are turning into bluffs. If we think he's not doing that with ace-high heart draws, it's really hard to show up. It's really, it's really hard. Even to... if we give him the ace-high heart draws, I don't think we get there. Just because... What, 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 yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's possible he's opening most suited hands on the button, so maybe he's opening most of his hearts on the button. Okay, but then he has to play them this way. It's so much yeah. more likely to play a king this way than a heart draw. No question. It's I like, mean, this is a really unusual way to play a draw. Yeah. You don't see it very often. You just see it once in a while, but not very often. So to think this is what he must have seems unlikely. Right. right, and all, by the way, we were in theory land with our combos there. Yeah. Obviously, in practice, Bill Klein has a lot more quads in his range. Oh, my God. He has so many more kings than we were giving yeah. him credit for, right? He might have all of them. 
I mean, maybe he does. I mean, king six off, king three off, what's the difference? There's no right? real difference. Yeah, that's a really good point. So in theory land, it's bad. In real life land, it's horrible yeah. to consider calling. Agreed. And that's without adding any pocket pairs. Right. Like, it's possible, unlikely, but possible that Klein raises every nines plus pocket pair on this river. I don't think he's going to raise nines, but I think he's going to raise aces. I think he's probably going to raise queens. Jax is close. So we're adding at least 12 combos. Yeah. So this is a clear fold. Super obvious, super easy. Guess what Phil does? He calls. He calls. And then he gets super upset like it's the worst cooler in the world. He gets up from his well, table. Well, it's not that he gets upset, I think, because it's a cooler. I think he gets upset that Klein shows up with king six off because to Phil, that's not a hand he's supposed to have there. Right. So, so therefore, like, it's, it's Bill's fault that Phil lost all this money. Well, as opposed to like Tom Dwan, who last week when we did our um, Tom Dwan lost his damn mind hand, where at the end he said, oh, that was a horrible call. Then if you can have that hand, that was a horrible call because yeah. that means you have all these other hands in your right. range than I was thinking. And Dwan, Dwan sort of saw it as like an educational moment for himself about right. Negranu, which is cool. Right? Yeah. He's sort of laughing about it. And Phil instead gets really upset that Klein can show up at all with King Six off. You know, right. Like, instead of like, oh, now I know more about you. Yeah. You know, it's, he's like, oh, my God. You know, Phil really wants to win. But I just don't understand why you would call off against the old amateur. I mean, we blocker bet, right? That was the thing. We right. were blocker betting. I mean. Maybe he was thinking of Max Martinez. Is that his name? Yeah. I block bet. Had to call. Yeah. Had to call. Had to call. <laughs> yeah. That's, maybe that's was, the way he talks. Yeah. But like we said, Bill Klein probably doesn't have that many moves in him. And the moves that he has are very likely to be the missed hearts. I don't see him showing up with nine, ten of spades here. No, I agree. And also, yeah. let's let's think a step further. Let's pretend for a second Phil has a king and decides to donk it. Yeah. Okay. So Phil bets really small because he wants to keep Dan around. Yeah. Bill. Bill Klein. (laughs) What is up? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just going to keep on Dan. It feels better. Um, So (laughs) Phil and Dan, that's my new mnemonic. Call him Bill. Don't confuse the listeners. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So so Philip Hellmuth bets 375 on the flop with trip kings. Yeah. He's thinking... You know what? This guy's going to check back so often. I'm going to get value right away. He's not going to believe me. Blah, blah, blah. He bets. Did I yeah. call him Dan again? Or did no, I call you him? didn't call him anything. Oh, good job, me. Okay. So then the turn happens, and Phil's sitting there thinking, well, he called once. I mean, if I check, he's going to check it back because I have the king, right? Yeah. And since he called, like, maybe he's got hearts. Cool. I'm going to charge him some right. more. But no problem. So he bets 475 because he doesn't want to scare off the sevens and the small pocket okay. players. And Bill calls. Okay. Phil Rivers quads. Yeah. And now he's sitting here thinking, I how mean, can I get paid? It's almost impossible to get paid, but if I check, he's just going to check it back. Maybe if he has hard sell bluff, but all the times he has a pocket pair, he's checking it back. But if I bet, there's a number I can bet where he's going to call. Yeah. 600K is a good number for that. Sure. So there's this the fact that Phil story, a Quad Kings is in that story. It could be. Yeah. So Phil should be aware of that. Yeah. And that means Dan is. Bill. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't, what is wrong with you? Why do their names rhyme? It's messing me up. Bill Klein is raising anyway, even in the face of Phil Helmuth really reasonably having a king based on the story. Like, I don't know how often he really has it, but when he donks with trips or better, now he suddenly has quads a lot, right? Yep. Like, it's either that or pocket sevens, which has turned into crap, and he isn't going to bet pocket no. sevens on the river, I don't think. All right, so here's the next question that I want to ask. Good. Um, just because even if we don't include all of the pocket pairs, we think <laughs> Phil should be folding, right? Just because of the quads potential. I think he should be folding even beyond that just because of 
Bill Klein is raising him on the river in this tournament. And yeah. like we're beat almost always. Whatever the reason. I just want to ask freaking beat. One more question about uh Bill Bill's perspective. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. From Bill's perspective, is it correct to raise Jack's Queens and Aces here? Oh man. I don't know if it's correct to raise Jack's. It's gotta be correct to raise Aces. It's a it's a raise fold spot. Oh man, but Maybe maybe it's not okay. Maybe we should just call because we don't know if we can get called by worse anyway very often. How often does Phil really have queens and jacks that can call us if we raise with our aces, let's say? And every time Phil has quad kings, it, I mean, how much are we going to raise? We should probably, like, click it back so that well, way we can fold. I mean, to the size that he makes it. Oh, man. That's such a brutal raise. But, I mean, Phil is never bluffing if he moves in, right? Right. We can, we can easily raise fold. That's a nice benefit. That is, that is pretty great. And it's, it kind of feels like Phil's been sizing it so small. I have such a good hand on this board. Yeah. I need to get some value for this thing. Right. Like, it's so hard to have quad kings if you're Phil Helmuth here. You, you can also justify it from Bill's point of view. Like, if he has quad kings, he was supposed to get more. Like, yeah. if he just bet normally, he would have gotten all these chips right. anyway. I got to make sure I get value from all of the other hands that right. exist out there. Like, maybe he has queens, and he's he's been slow playing it, you know, pre-flop anyway. Maybe. It's possible. Right. Phil, Phil can do that. But it is possible that Bill would just call with those hands. I agree. It's Which... possible. I would honestly be a little concerned that, like, here's the thing. If you have aces, it's a raised fold spot, right? Yeah. But you actually have to have that play in you. Right. Like you have to be able to raise and fold; otherwise, you shouldn't raise. Yep, I agree. So I don't know. If, I don't know if Bill Klein has that in him, right? So that must be what Phil is thinking, right? Because Phil doesn't fold; he calls, right, with his eight here. He calls, and so Phil must be thinking, and I think this is flawed thinking, but he must be thinking Bill doesn't raise those hands, right? He it's, has to think that in order to make this call. It's like quad kings are nothing. But I don't think he did the combos in his head. Because right. what are the bluffs? It's very hard to come up with bluffs. I mean, hearts. That's hearts. the bluff. Yeah, but it's. Those okay, the fine. There's hearts, but there's not that many of those. Maybe, maybe Helmuth believes that sometimes Klein actually has air here. Like he's he's in position. He calls a super small bet on the flop. Calls a super. Maybe picks up like a gut shot on the turn. Calls again, and now is just like, meh. I'm gonna push you off it. I don't think Bill Klein plays like that, but maybe. By the way, I figured out why I keep saying Dan Klein. I went to school with a guy named Dan Klein. Oh. That's what Good it is. Good to know. That's who the client is in my head. So every time I access it, I go to that guy. Well, He's a lawyer. Reconfigure. A Washington lawyer. Reconfigure. Okay. We're talking about Billy here. Billy Bill. Yeah, Billy Bill. Okay. All right. So, sure, you can come up with a bunch of stuff in your head if you're Phil. It doesn't matter. Like, no. this is, you have a very bad hand in this situation. For this situation. Against an amateur. There's... You clearly are betting to block or bet the river, right? That's the plan. No question. Follow through with the plan. Let it go. If Bill's bluffing us here, good job, Bill. Like, yeah. congratulations, Bill. You made a good bluff. There's a ton of quad kings that you can possibly have. Absolutely. And, and aces and queens yeah. and maybe jacks. Like, and we have to be 100% sure he's not raising those pairs, by and the way. And by the way, 10s and 9s, possibly. Yeah. What do we know, right? Yeah, I mean, we could be wrong, and he could be raising all of those things. Here's what I'm pretty sure of. I'm pretty sure he's not raising an 8. Nope. He's never raising a chop with us, right? He's just going to call that He's down. never raising a seven. He's never raising a seven. He's never raising pocket fives. Right. So he's only raising better hands and the bluffs. And like you said, there's not that many bluffs. Yep. This is a bad call. Yeah. This is clearly a bad call. This yep. is a bad, bad play. Yes. I just can't believe there's so many potential quads that Bill could have, but he really could have a lot. He could have like 30. I mean, the only way Phil Helmuth is supposed to lose this many chips in his hand is he checks the flop. 
Bill checks it back because right. Bill's like, ah, I flop trips, I'm going to check. Phil turns an eight. Then bets. Then bets or checks again and now Klein sizes normally twice. Yeah. And Phil goes, call, call. That would have been a much more reasonable play and it would not be on the breakdown. Correct. We'd yeah. say, oh, that was really unlucky for Phil. Right. Maybe maybe he isn't supposed to call pre-flop. Eh, we could argue about that. Probably he is. Yeah. The end. Yeah, in the end, Phil made some questionable plays along the way. I think the call is the most questionable play. The river call is a, oh, big, yeah. a big mistake. I mean, the donk is weird, but I can defend the donk on the flop. Yeah. I can defend the bet on the turn to some degree. I agree with you about sizing stuff, but I can defend it. Yeah. This seems unconscionable. The, yes. uh, the river bet is okay. The rig- river call is ridiculous. It is very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Get out of town, Phil Helmuth. You've been excommunicated. If you're feeling bad, you know what always cheers me up? Deadpool. Deadpool. Lo- he's funny also, <laughs> though. He's, he's not just violent. You know his latest movie, Life. Yeah. It's about life. <laughs> and it's really it goes into me. outer space. It's scary but true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just too bad Sandra Bullock's not in that one. You gotta watch Gravity next. Gravity's wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, all right, all right. we should stop. We're gonna stop. All right, this is fun. show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, but still have time to make it home. And you gonna meet the dial tone, cause girl, I'm hella.